You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, they just won, you know, but the past is the past, honestly. Um, so... This this is a different type of football here that's going on, you know. This week, you know, this is this is one game away from the Super Bowl um, against an opponent that we both we used to. We know what to expect. We just got to play four quarters. We got to find a way to finish. So um, obviously, yeah, they, they beat us in ways. Where I'm not gonna sit here and talk about it, but they did this week. My mindset is there's no way we're gonna lose this game. You know, we got to play four quarters. We got to find a way to finish, and I know we're gonna do that. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday, a football Friday before championship weekend. The voice there of Aaron Donald getting ready for the NFC title game. And joining us right now on the Roman guest line of the Action Network, it is Simon Hunter to talk about these two games. Simon, we can start with the uh, the Rams and the 49ers and it's just the, the biggest theme of this week just seems to be the history between these two and how it's just been dominated by the Niners and Kyle Shanahan six in a row against Sean McVay. When there's a trend like that, how much weight do you put on it? Do you think more about the last week or two, what you're watching with these two teams, or does that six and zero last six games weigh heavily and how you think about this game? It's definitely a big deal just because we know these guys history is of working together and, McVay kind of was his pupil. I mean, he understudied Shanahan's offense. If you watch the schemes, you see that that's what McVay does. He's broken off from Shanahan's scheme. And I would try to say it's not a big deal, but it is. We know with the history of all these coaches, Belichick versus his pupils, he always dominated them. Nick Saban versus his pupils, he always dominated them. And we've kind of seen the trend here with Shanahan. He's done great against his former coaches. So I – I, I honestly, it's more about the matchups. Like, I just think the matchups for the, for the 49ers are just the perfect kind of built team for what this Rams team wants to do. The Rams want to run the ball, throw a lot of play action, and throw the ball 15 to 25 yards down the field. And the 49ers, they've just, they, they've just really set up well against it, where for Stafford to go down the field on the 49ers, he has to make two or three perfect throws in. We've seen with Stafford this playoffs, he's been able to do it, but we've also seen Stafford during the regular season just completely have these really bad streaks of turnover, turnover, turnover. So I'm I'm definitely one of those people where I first saw the numbers. I knew I was going to be on the 49ers. I'm scared now. It's this late in the week. I, it's still sitting at three and a half, but the more mm-hmm. pros I talk to, it sounds like a lot of pros really like the, the, the Rams. So it's kind of making more sense now that more money, more bets are coming on the Rams. So that's why the number's just sitting there at three and a half. But it's definitely been interesting watching this line just sit there all week. Simon, let's talk about home field, and we can uh, hit on both games with this. We Early on in the season, 
all these road teams were winning and there, there was a big conversation. How much does home field really matter? It's not as much as it once was all this stuff um, that balanced out over the course of the season as home teams went on to cover the spread much more. And we know that home field means much more in the playoffs in most spots. However, like in the AFC significant at Arrowhead, you have a, a quarterback, even though he's not scared his first full season on the road, Bengals have been successful on the road this year. Let, let's see what we have there. But this NFC matchup, it's really interesting because the travel isn't much. The Rams fans are not a rabid fan base. And you have some of these third-party ticket seller sites. They're projecting more Niners fans than Rams fans, even though the game's going to be at SoFi. So do you, in the point spread, is there any value for home field in the NFC side? And if you want to address the AFC side, that's cool too. Yeah, it's it, it was definitely something I was tracking just because I remember what was that Sunday night they like tweeted out about the I forget what ticket company it was they're blocking people like 50 miles outside of LA from buying tickets to the game and that right there I I knew that was going to piss off the 49er fans but then <laughs> like you said the more you start reading about it, it seems like there's just more 49er fans in the area of Los Angeles than there are Rams fans so. We saw that in Week 18 matchup. It was about 50-50 split, maybe a little more towards the 49ers. Now it's it's really going to be heavily towards this 49ers fans. They just have a, such a diehard fan base, and we've seen it. This is historical, this game right now. I know people don't really care about the money track and ticket prices. I just find it interesting what you know what people are willing to pay. So I saw in it's three times as much to go to this game, this AFC, uh, NFC Championship game than it was to go to the Eagles-Vikings game, which, you know, that's right up to shoot for me. The link, we got some diehard fans. I don't think people would have been paying 900 to sit in the nosebleeds, you know what I mean? So it, it's it's pretty insane that these these Rams fans have been bumping the price up and the 49er fans are still buying it. So the, the more I read, the more it looks like it's going to be 60% towards that 49ers team, which is a big deal in that kind of stadium. And for that matchup, we, we kind of touched on it. That's that's actually a pretty big deal in the playoffs to have a home game. Like, false starts, all those things, that, that five yards, all, they just keep adding up. And that's why, I don't know, I, I might have gave the Rams minus one, minus one and a half a home field advantage. I, I dropped it down to a half. So, I really, I don't give them much advantage. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, we, we joked about how important home field is. We just saw three road teams win, you know, in the, in the, last, yep. the last run. So, it's definitely a big deal, but you know, great defenses, great head coaching, it, it, it kind of evens that out that playing field. So that definitely skews towards this 49ers team that they kind of have their own home game and they might have the better team. This again, it's bizarre to me that line's three and a half. Um, it, it just does not make sense. Staying with this game, um, you take a look at the 49ers offensively, and they have struggled. I think only like. Uh, a touchdown in the last 20 possessions, something crazy like that. Do you think what with what they're doing offensively, a team like that can go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That is pretty gross. Um, <laughs> I mean, I try not to put too much into it because if you go through the film and break it all down, it's just a lot of fluky stuff. Like in that last matchup, they what they had a, they ran it all the way to the two yard line and then. They brought it back because of a penalty. And then I think a couple, uh, maybe it was the next quarter, they were already down there on the 10-yard line on the first play, 
Jimmy throws that end zone pick, which, yeah, that was a terrible pass. But, again, those are kind of fluky plays for them where they're not getting points or not scoring touchdowns once they get down there. So I I try not to take too much away from that Green Bay game because we just saw, you know, Green Bay, which is arguably top three offense in all football, just put up 10 points. Like, that weather was a big factor. Guys could not catch the ball. The, the quarterbacks couldn't really get grips on the ball, either of them. So I'm trying not to take too much away from that, but I also think – we might be getting an extra point, point and a half, just because the public is kind of perceiving what you are, which is like, are we sure this 49ers team, the offense is good enough to keep up with the Rams? Like, they really couldn't do anything last week against Green Bay, where you just look at the whole season with the 49ers, Jimmy's been one of the best quarterbacks on third down completions. And in the red zone, they've been one of the more successful teams, but it's just running. So they're, they're definitely not a high-flying passing offense, but – Again, running matchup-wise, this is, this is the dream matchup for this 49ers team. They've just owned the Rams by running the ball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Simon, let's jump to the AFC here. The number's up to 7.5 on FanDuel. Bengals are the dog. Chiefs, the home favorite here. 54.5 on the total. Can Burrow keep up? What do you think about the number here? I mean, at 7, my thought was Chiefs. Now I'm like 7.5. It feels like it's hard for me not to think about taking 7.5 points with Joe Burrow to keep this at least close. What, how, do you, how do you view this game and that number rising towards the uh, the Chiefs side? Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I like I like the Chiefs at seven. Um, the 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 worry for me is I knew it was probably gonna get back to seven and a half. I know a lot of pros thought it would drop down to six and a half, but I I I kind of had the vibe of this bumping back up, and now I'm seeing a lot of books like you just said at seven and a half. I don't know. It, it feels a little bit like a trap, like they're trying to suck you in and get that money, just because that is such a big number. Again, if you're down fourteen with Joe Burrow and there's two minutes to go you're probably going to feel pretty good. You're going to be able to get a backdoor against a Chiefs defense that can give up the big play. Um, I just don't trust it. I I have Mahomes, who just played, you know, we could argue it's the Super Bowl. It kind of was, him, him versus the Bills. Like Those were the two best quarterbacks. And I, I love Joe Burrow, but I saw it last year when the Bills went to Arrowhead to play in this exact matchup. I think they lost 38-20, to 20, and it was just not too big of a moment for Josh Allen, but it, it's Arrowhead in the playoffs at night, it's just that's a lot to handle for a young quarterback. And I know Joe has been amazing, but it's also look at who he played. I mean, he beat Derek Carr, and Derek Carr had a chance to win that game in the last you know thirty seconds, and he blew it. And then they beat Tannehill, who we can all argue choked that game away. I mean, they they really did. Their defense played out of their mind, and they could only put up sixteen points at home. So I, I just don't see them getting that kind of breaks here against. Mahomes and P. 
people keep bringing up the last time they played. I do really think Mahomes is only going to score three points in the second half, and I just can't buy that narrative of like that kind of situation. It's it's too much for me for to bet on uh, the Bengals. So I'm still taking the sevens if I can get it, but I'm with you. It's it's tough to take the minus seven half just because we've seen it so many times land on seven. Yeah, there were a lot of things in that game that I don't think are repeatable in the positive sense for Cincinnati. And even though even though they scored 31, they didn't get much from uh, their, some of their top receiving options. So I, I think uh, that's a fair point there. Uh, but what about the Bengals' offense? What are they going to be able to do? So this is another way of asking about the total. Do you like the over? We were just talking about the fact that, you know, this Chiefs defense has been so up and down this year. But every time they face one of those top 10 quarterbacks, they get lit up. So uh, what are your thoughts on the total? Yeah, I've seen that trend. And I, I've seen a couple of books have their team total at 23 and a half or 24 now. So, again, those are two key numbers with this Bengals team. But that's to me, that's fair value if you want to bet that number. I, I do like the over in this matchup. Like you just talked about, I don't really have that much faith, faith in this Chiefs defense. But what I do have faith in is, their front four is going to get pressure. We know that. We know Chris Jones of the middle will get pressure. So I'm looking at a game that, you know, the dream if you have, the, if you are going to bet the Bengals team total over, your team gets down 14 nothing early on. And it's just one of those games where it just becomes a track meet. They're not going to waste their time running it. And I, my only way of seeing Joe Burrow make this a game is just to out-throw Pat. Like, we already know what Pat's going to do. Pat's, Pat averages over 30 points at home in the playoffs in his career. So we, we know what Pat's going to do. Pat's going to put up 31. He's going to put up 35 points. Can Joe keep it close? That's, that's the big question. It's like, can this guy keep this a game? Because, I, 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 again, I love everything since he has done. It just feels like they've gotten the right matchups, and it's kind of benefited them where, you know, what would they have done if they had to go up to Buffalo last week and play against the Bills and Josh Allen? It just, it's just one of these teams where it's like I get the, why people are trying to hype it up and give it you know, praise, and it's a fun story with Joe Burrow. I just, on paper, I just don't see them having the offense to keep up with Mahomes. Like, this, is, this is the cream of the crop. Like, this is the best team in football, the Chiefs, and I just can't see Joe keeping up with that. Simon, I'm curious your thoughts while we're on the subject of Joe Burrow. His interception prop, 0.5 if you shop around. I'm thinking about taking the under. He has been so efficient. Yes, he had one um, against the Titans, but you got to go back to December 5th against the Chargers where he had two. So um, what are your thoughts on that prop? Uh, for interception props, I honestly always take – I always go towards the over just because – like you saw last week, that, that probably was not a pick against Tennessee. But those kind of fluky, weird bounces just happen in football. And, again, we could go back that he had a guy drop one last week, and that's fair. That's a fair argument. But it's also – that's apparently why Joe's so hard to pick off. He just throws a really, really hard ball. So I don't hate, honestly, taking the under. Um, I personally, if I'm going to take one of those props, though, I just bet the over because mathematically it's more likely to happen. <laughs> The to- as far as the total goes in the Rams and the uh, the Niners game, are, are, are you thinking an under game? And it's pretty low, 40, 45 and a half down to now. Uh, we know Jimmy struggled. Both these defenses could be good. Niners defense and that defensive line is excellent. Well, what kind of game do you think we're looking at here, NFC title game? Would you would lean the over or the under on this one? 
Yeah, man, I know it at my own, my own brother and, and the pros. They they really bet this down. Like, I love the under at 47 and a half. I loved it at 47. Those are key numbers. I still like it. It's still 46, 46 and a half. Seen a lot of books, though, down to 45 and a half. And that's, again, if it gets down to 44, I'd probably have to start thinking over. But at this number, it's such a key number. I, I would still look towards the under, just like you talked about. Not that it's not that I have faith in Jimmy, but both these teams know each other so well, and they're both – kind of defensive teams like I know the Rams people would be like hey they got lit up by Brady that was in the second half in that hot Florida sun they were just tired turnovers that that was more about the offense struggling for the Rams giving the ball back on short fields to that Bucks team where I just look at this matchup as two really good defenses like I I, I can't get over how good this front four is of the 49ers like I Again, I talked about it on my show. I just really do remember that Giants team and the run they went on. It was nothing. Again, Eli had clutch throws and he had big moments. It was that front four. They they just ran through these quarterbacks because it was such a dominant front four. And I, I look at this 49ers team, you just can't run on them. Since week 10, they haven't given up more than 60 yards. So I, I definitely like the under in that matchup. Simon, we always appreciate hopping on. Good luck this weekend. Simon Hunter was on the Roman guest line, getting free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all for the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Come over to the other side, props for the championship weekend. That's next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.